see what we can find. A new series called Christmas Confidence. Amen. And uh, I was hoping I'd be a lot stronger. When I talk about confidence, I like to be loud and strong. Amen. And uh, so I just ain't right now, but that's the way it goes. So, but a Christmas confidence. Why did I come up with that title for the series? Guys, Christmas is not a myth. Okay. Uh, Christmas isn't season's greetings. Christmas is Christmas. We've drunk the Kool-Aid, okay? Ah, okay. I'm not trying to be ugly to people that say it, but I mean, I'm sorry. That's not what it ever was about. It was about Jesus Christ. It was about something that's true. It's not a lie. I don't need to ask these greetings because I don't want to offend you. I'm sorry if the one who started Christmas offends you. That's not right, is it? Oh, I can't say I live in the United States. I'll just call it another country. Why would we do that? Yes or no? Do you see where I'm coming from? Or your mama's your mama and your daddy's your daddy, but you're ashamed of them. They're just people. You get in a crowd and they like, uh, if her name was like my mother's aunt, oh, hi, Ann, because you're ashamed that she's your mother. Oh, I'm ugly, Ann, already. Why aren't we confident in Christmas? Have you ever thought maybe if you get confidence in Christmas, maybe you'll be confident in other parts of your life as well? Faith is a beautiful thing. When you have faith, and faith isn't a hope so, faith is a firm belief. When you have a firm belief and you get your feet under you, it very well could be this Christmas thing. Get those feet under you real good and those you might get firmed up in a whole lot of other areas in your life. I'm a little goofy today, ain't I? That's what I was thinking of. Because, you know, I'm, I'm hit with the same story every year as a pastor. Well, here's the Christmas story. Okay? What do I do this time? Okay? I'm not going to change the Christmas story. Amen? So how can I look at it from another angle? So I'm going to look at it from the confidence side this Christmas. Y'all hear me or not? Don't you think our country could use some confidence? Don't get me started. Here we go. Let's go with the message. Hope. According to Webster's, it's a belief that something good will happen. The word hope in Webster's Dictionary. It's a belief. Say it's a belief. To a lot of people, hope is not a belief. It's a maybe thing. Well, I hope, but that ain't a belief. It's a maybe thing for you. We've turned the word hope, which is a word that means belief, into something that is like, well, maybe. That was never the intention of the word hope. The word hope was always a belief. Say it was always a what? It was always a belief that something good will happen. If you look at Webster Father, he goes on to say, as you look down, you got the A or the 1 in your dictionary, then it gives you another little thing, and it helps you get the word meaning a little more. Well, underneath it, it says there must be a source for your belief. See, hope without a source of belief is not hope at all. But hope with a source... A belief gives you an incredible confidence. 
Amen? So, now you might wonder, where is he going this morning? Hope. Well, I'm going to show you. I told you, Alex, this wouldn't be too hard. Here we go. His name, who is our source of hope? His name is? His name is what? No, his name is a season's greetings. His name is Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays is not a source to my belief. Season's greetings is not a source to the hope in my life. He has a name. That's what I'm saying. What what are we doing? What are we doing? He has a name. His name is Jesus. You don't believe in Jesus, do you? Yes, I do. We live in a weird world, man. Since when is the creator of Christmas not even welcome at Christmas? You hear me or not? Can't can't say that in school. Well, you're an idiot then. That's not a good education. A good education is not going back to the source of where Christmas is. If anything, education should be pure and it should be real and it should be honest. And whether you like it or not, Christmas is about Christ. And that's the truth. That's just the truth. Is that the truth? But I'm just saying we've got people that don't believe or they say they believe, but it's really not a belief because it's really not a hope because it's really not based upon a source. It's a maybe. And so since it's a maybe, we'll say happy holidays. Am I driving you up the wall? I'm still going somewhere, though. We're not going to go through the most of the message today because this is so much fun. Hope is a hope is a belief that something good will happen. According to Webster, it is based on a hope must have a what? Source for your what? Belief. Yes. Now, to the Christian, to the theologian, to the person who believes the Bible studies the Bible, when you study the Bible and you see the word hope, see, hope didn't come along in the 20th century, in the 21st century. See, hope been going on a way, way back when. But see, crazy people come along and change the word hope. But hope in the Bible, say it with me. Say it, This is what hope in the Bible is. Say it with me loud. It is a what? One more time. It's a what? So when you say, are you going to go to heaven if somebody says, well, I hope so. Well, in today's world, that means maybe. But it's not a bad thing to say, I hope so. When you really know the reason of the hope that's in you. Isn't that the Bible? The Bible says, be ready, if you know the scripture, to always give a what? Reason or an answer for the what that's in you. The hope that's in you. So, to the Christian, hope is a what? Confident what? Do you know when I die, I expect to go to heaven? Did you know when I die, I don't expect to go to hell? Did you know when I die, I expect to be absent from the body and be what? See, you know the Scriptures, present with the Lord. See what I'm saying? That's called my hope. What did the song, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust 
the sweetest frame, but holy trust in in season's greetings. We're crazy people. Hope. Now you might wonder why did he go from Christmas confidence to the dictionary back to the Bible now? Hope is a confident expectation. Well, here's the reason. Keep pushing me. It's not ho, 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 guys. Do you see how our country and our world lost the word? The word got lost. We went from hope, hope, hope to ho, ho, ho. Now, that's the way I look at things in life. I'm a little odd. I'm from the country. But you'll probably never forget that. Our world has lost the word hope. Where did that even come from? Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. I'm not like anti-ho, ho, ho, Merry Christmas, guys. I love Christmas, okay? I'm not even anti. People want to say seasons, greetings. Right? I'm, I'm really not anti. I just think there's a bigger thing going on here. It's been going on for a while. And that's getting Jesus out of Christmas, okay? That's why we do that Merry Christmas uh, bumper stickers. Why? Because we believe. Amen? That's right. So, you know what I did? I looked up ho in the dictionary. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> ho ain't in the dictionary. I looked it up. I looked it up. I looked it up. You know what I found instead of ho? What did I find? Hoax. If you look up H-O in the dictionary, the next thing you're going to find is, if it ain't there, it's going to be, they go through the, the vowels. Your dictionary will go through the order of your, your uh, alphabet. So after O, H-O, if you don't find that, it's going to start back at the letter what? And what did I find? Wow. It sounds like Christmas has maybe been turned into a hoax and not the real thing. Well, that's the truth, ain't it? Sure it is. You know what I found also? Hobble, hobble. Hobble's right there. After the A, there's the H-O-A hoax. H-O-B, hobble. That's what you are as a believer in Christ, without Christ as the center of your Christmas. You're just limping along, Jack. Do you hear me or not? I know you got your family with you, right? they like, this guy is a lunatic. That's okay. You won't forget me. I found hobo. I found ho, H-O-E, and I found hog. But I didn't find ho. Ho, ho, ho. You know why? Because it's made up. It's made up, guys. Christmas is not made up. Hope is not based on ho. Hope is based on a belief, something that's solid. So where am I going? It's not ho, ho, ho. You know what Santa Claus and everybody else should say? Hope, hope, hope. Merry Christmas. Say it with me. Hope, hope, hope. One more time. Hope, hope, hope. 
One more time. You feeling better about your confidence? I'm not here to throw something at Santa Claus. You can have fun. But I don't want anything I do to ever even think about taking the place of why I celebrate Christmas. It's not just me celebrating Christmas. If Jesus didn't come born of a virgin, I wouldn't have a Savior. So no wonder the attack, the attack by Satan and his angels and everybody else on the source of our belief. You hear me? Wow. You know what we need? Do we need to put the P.E. back in Christmas? H.O. what? Come on. H-O what? We need to put the P in. I ain't talking physical education. I'm talking about this right here. The praise and excitement back into Christmas. It's pretty exciting and comforting. When like this morning I don't feel well and it's pretty rough. To know that I have hope. And that I don't just have some hoe. Ho, 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 you'll get better, Gary. I really better watch my mouth right now. I could say all kinds of things going around in my mind, and I'm like, that wouldn't be good. Here we go. So Christmas confidence, Christmas confidence, Christmas confidence, Christmas confidence. I put this message together. It's called The Confidence of Christmas. Now, we just did the intro, got it? That was the intro, and I took more time just to have some fun, and it was comfortable for me. But I put a message together, and we'll just highlight it. Roger, I'm feeling good enough, I think, to highlight it. Let's just highlight it a little bit. The Christmas story is about God desiring reconciliation with mankind whom he created. Christmas is not a small thing. Christmas is the beginning of your salvation. The Christmas story is about you not going to hell. That is what Christmas is about. It's about God becoming a man to live, to die on a cross, to raise from the dead so you and I could be saved. That is what Christmas is. Christmas is about you and me being alienated from God and Jesus coming and reconciling us together with God. That's what Christmas Yeah, praise the Lord. That's what Christmas is about. Do you see how that's very... Well, that's just your belief. That's just your opinion. No, it's not my opinion. It's my belief. It's my hope. It's not my hoe. I know. That's terrible, ain't it? Good thing I'm not downtown. Some rapper town saying this message. Excuse my language right there. The Gospel of Matthew. There's hope in the Christmas story. And I'll do it real quick. Rod, you got to really help me. It begins with the great detail of the generations of Christ. See, the Christmas is a fact. Jesus Christ came. It is substantiated. It is something you believe in because it's based on a source. Okay? 
Look at the book of Matthew, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham, verse 1. It goes on for several verses. Then we drop down to 17, and all these generations are mentioned. It says all the generations, say it with me, from where? To David, or how many? And from David to the carrying away to the uh, Israelites into Babylon, or how many generations? And then from the carrying away from Babylon unto Jesus Christ coming is how many generations? 14, 14, 14. That's 42 generations. Excuse me. If I can burp, that's a good thing. Okay? That's all on TV and radio now. When you get older, isn't it funny how that we make noises and before it would bother us? And now we're happy about them. (laughs) I'm sorry, young people. (laughs) So he starts out with this great detail. Wonder why, wonder why God wants us to have great detail. Why, Why did he want us to have the great detail? So that we could have what? Hope. He didn't want us to be weak Christians. He wanted us to be strong Christians. We're the light of the world. You can't be shining no light with no hoe. You need to P.E. with you, baby. He continues in his book of Matthew with the great explanation of who? To who? We're talking about confidence. One thing we don't need with Christ coming is a unconfident, weak stepdaddy. This man had to carry the load. And if you're going to carry the load and carry the ball, you've got to believe, buddy. Because everything that you're going to see in your life with this woman having a baby that ain't yours is going to challenge everything about your belief system. And so God said, I'm going to help that sucker. And here's what he did. The birth of Jesus was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, engaged, but it's almost like a pre-marriage marriage thing. Before they came together, before they had sex, she was found with a, Holy, a child of the Holy Ghost. Uh-oh. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, a good man, he wasn't willing to make her a public example because she'd have been stoned. So he was minded to put her away what? Privately, because he loved her and he was a good man. But did he believe that that was a child of the Holy Ghost? Of course not. So while he was thinking on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, you son of David, fear not. That sounds like confidence. To take unto you Mary for your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the what? And she shall bring forth a what? A son. And you shall call his name who? I guess he is the reason for Christmas after all. For he shall save his people from their sins. I guess that is why Jesus came. I guess I wasn't smoking something when I told you that a few minutes ago. See, it's based on the Bible, yes or no? Now, all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of by the Lord, by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, shall bring forth a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which is interpreted being what? Then Joseph being raised from sleep. It was a dream. A special dream God gave him to help his what? Confidence. Got it? This guy was hobbling along. 
He was like a hobo. He needed some hope, didn't he, baby? Do you think if somebody would have went to Joseph at that time and said and saw Mary with a with pregnant and he didn't have this dream and just went, ho, 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 it'll be okay. You think that would have you think that would have done the deal or not? So he's being raised from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and he took Mary to be his wife and he didn't know her, didn't have sex with her till she brought forth that firstborn son. And he called his name what? Are you feeling the confidence of Christmas or not? A couple of more. Jesus' name, by the way, means what? One more time. His name means what? One more time. His name means? See, the very name of Jesus goes back to Christmas. Why did he come? To save his people from their what? Exactly. Exactly. Now, the Gospel of Mark. So I did Matthew, confidence. First chapter. Of the four Gospels. I won't make it to all of them. That's okay. The Gospel of Mark begins with the great messenger. He doesn't give the Christmas story like Matthew did. Because that's covered. Now he's going to give us some more confidence. Us, the people of God. He starts with John the Baptist, who would go before the Lord Jesus Christ, prepare the way for his ministry and redemption of mankind. You believe in something that is solid. Do you hear me or not? Well, what about that John the Baptist thing? Well, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, Mark writing, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophet, say it with me, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, which shall prepare your way before you. That is from the book of Malachi. This was a prophecy given 400 plus years earlier before this ever happened. And Mark goes and says, See, told you so. What does that do for you when you know something was prophesied 400 years earlier and it came to pass? Does that give you what? Gives you what? Hope. Look at that. Hear that? See, we look at our Bible sometimes and we read it and we don't realize, Oh, I don't know about that Bible. Listen, that Bible is giving you confidence. It's increasing your what? My faith. Faith comes by hearing what? The Word of God. Do you see how this works together? Now, to believe ho, 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 you don't need no Bible. To believe season's greetings, you don't need no Bible. To believe happy holidays, you don't need no Bible. But to have hope, you need the Bible. Yeah, praise the Lord. You need your God's Word, man. Big deal. Big deal. So, he goes on to say, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. That's from Isaiah. So, right out of the get-go, Mark goes, bang, bang. Two prophecies. Hundreds of years old. And his name is John the Baptist. Okay? Came to pass in those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee. He's been 30 years old at this time, remember? He fast-forwards real quick in the first chapter. And there he is. He comes to be baptized of John straightway coming out the water. He saw the heavens open, the Spirit descending like a dove upon Jesus. There came a voice from heaven. Say it with me. This is my what? In whom I'm what? This is all in Mark chapter 1 connected back to why I believe in Christmas. My hope. Amen? 
So the book, the Bible, the first chapter, boom, Matthew, first chapter, Mark, couple of chapters in Luke, first chapter of John, all about you and me having confidence. I don't believe that Bible. Well, you just have no hope. That's okay. The Bible says that when others die, we don't sorrow as those which have no what? We don't sorrow as people have no hope because our hope is in the Lord. And because we have hope, it's something based on a source that something good's going to happen. And that good is Jesus. Merry Christmas. Amen. Get a bumper sticker. Thanks, Raj. I like that little commercial. Now, the Gospel of Luke begins with great what? I can't do all these, that these things concerning John the Baptist and indeed Jesus Christ are absolutely what? Factual and true. By the way, say this with me. Luke was a doctor. Say that with me. Luke was a what? Very precise. But I want you to see the word. He's writing the Gospel of Luke. He's mentioning in a uh, Roman ruler <clears throat> that he's writing here. And uh, I want you to just look at his language in verses 1 through 4. And I can't do it all. I'm getting weak. For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most what? Surely believed among us. He's writing a Roman ruler, Theophilus, who doesn't believe. Got it? But he's writing. I'm going I'm to give you a record of things that are surely what? Not no surely ho, ho, ho. Some surely solid facts. Thanks. Even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were what? This wasn't made up, guys. These were people, these were real people with real eyeballs that really saw this. It seemed good to me, he says, having had what kind of understanding? Okay? I'm not smoking pot here, okay? I was there, this really happened. Of all things from the very first, I, I chose to write unto you and put it in order, most excellent what? Theophilus. But I want you to see verse 4. That thou mightest know, say it with me, the what? One more time, the what? Did you feel the confidence that you could feel the ho, 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 maybe so, so, so? I don't know, no, no. Where I'm going to go, go, go. That's no way to live. That's no way to live. That you might know the certainty of those things wherein you have been instructed. And to be honest, I haven't studied this enough. It's been a while for me. But it could be that, uh, you know, that uh, Theophilus himself was a believer. And he's writing to try to help him in his newfound belief. I'm not sure. I need to study that more and look into that, some of the history of that. But that's okay. So Luke starts out that way with the great certainty. He continues with the great care and tenderness shown to who? And I got to quit right here. And I got to quit, guys. This message could go on and on. It's a great message, though. But you know what? Look at this care. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel sent unto God unto the city of Galilee, uh, to Nazareth, to a virgin, a spouse, to a man whose name was what? Same name in Matthew, ain't it? Same fella. Of the house of David, the virgin's name was who? Mary. And you know how the Bible calls her a virgin because God knows he can do anything? You don't believe that virgin stuff, do you? Sure I do. Because my God can do anything. 
the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, you're highly favored. The Lord is what? Wonder why he said that. She needed some what? Confidence, didn't she? Can you imagine being pregnant? You know you ain't even known that joker over there. Ladies, how hard would that be? Was it in the bath water or what? Excuse my language. That's ugly. I hate to be ugly, but how did this happen? How did this happen? She needed help. I mean, it's bad enough to get pregnant, but it's really bad to get pregnant and you know you didn't do nothing. She needed some confidence. And the Lord came unto her. Did you know that same God wants you to have confidence? He didn't want you to ever go to bed again at night not knowing when you die you're going to heaven. He does not ever want you to think when you're hurting or you've been abandoned or you've been hurt or you've been left alone. He wants you to always know you're not alone. I'm with you. I'm with you. He's trying so hard to get through to you, isn't he? So, he says, you're highly favored. Wow, that had to help. The Lord is with you. You're blessed among women. Can't you feel the confidence? And when she saw him, she was troubled. She was cast in her mind. How, what is this going on? The angel said unto her, say it with me. Was he trying to get her confidence up? For you found favor with God. Behold, you're going to conceive in your womb and you're going to bring forth a son and you're going to, we're going to call his name who? He shall be great. And she knew the scriptures. Mary was young, but she was trained. She was highly favored. She was close to the Lord. So she knew when he started saying these things, Ooh, the Son of the Highest, the Lord God, shall give him the throne of his father David. This is Messiah. But see, he came and he helped her and he gave her the confidence that she needed because we didn't need a weak stepdaddy, did we? And we certainly don't need a weak mother. Mothers need to be what? Say it with me. Mothers need to be what? Mamas, how many of you in life, in your family, there have been times you've had to be so strong. Let me see some hands. Just praise the Lord. I've had to be strong. How many times your heart was, yeah, praise the Lord. I've had to be strong. How many times, Mama, in your life, it was so hard, but you had to be strong because your heart was breaking, but you had to be strong. Can I see some more hands? Just, I had to be strong. You need hope, not hoe, right? Did we get it? He goes on to talk, etc. Mary says, how shall I know? I ain't even known a man. I don't even know. How does, how's this going to happen? The angel said, the Holy Ghost is going to come over you, overshadow you. That thing's going to be, that holy thing's going to be called the Son of God. And by the way, I love verse 36. I'll quit with this one. Oh, and by the way, your cousin what? Who's, who's mama? John the Baptist's mama. Oh, that was back in, was back in Mark, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I was really back in Malachi and Isaiah. See it? She's old. You know, she's that one who's called barren. She's that old woman that never could have a baby. And he said, by the way, just so you'll know we're good for it. Your cousin Elizabeth. And he said, won't you go see her? And she did, right? And she was how many months pregnant when Mary saw her? 
six months pregnant. And when Mary saw her and talked to her, what did a little baby John do in, in Elizabeth's womb? It what? Leap. Yeah, there was a, like a whoop, a little whoop, a little whoop going on. Ladies, you ever had one of those happen when you were pregnant? Like whoop. Luke goes on. That's one of my favorite verses. Say that with me. For with nothing. Is that a confidence verse? I quit. John goes on to say, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. And was not anything made that was made. In Him was, the, was life. And it was the, became the light of men. And this light came into the world. And the world was dark. But the people of the world was dark. And they comprehended Him not. But as many as received Him, to them gave He Power to become what? The sons of God. Even to them that do what? Believe on His what? His name. So what am I telling you today? we got to go do communion. That's what I'm telling you. we got to go. But here's the point. Are you confident with Christmas? Say, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Are you confident? Are you a ho, ho, ho Christmas uh, Christian? Or are you a hope, hope, hope Christian? Amen? Okay, let's praise the Lord for the word. I liked it today. Pretty good word. Pretty good word. Pretty good.